Good morning, recruiters. It's Catherine and Angela on a Wednesday morning. We're here talking about applications. So candidates looking at the fact that things are moving. And in the last couple of weeks, we've had people stating that they're picking up jobs left, right and center. So I think that'll be the nice positive for the morning. If you picked up any jobs in June, Put, put your details in the uh, sidebar and let us know that uh, we're, we're on the right track and that things are moving as we think. But what's the problem that comes with that then, Catherine? Well, yeah, I think especially, you know, the in, in the economic climate right now, you know, there's, there's lots of uncertainty. We could end up generating lots and lots of applications, um, which is a bit of a double-edged sword. Um, so, yeah, this, this morning I, I, I want to focus on thinking about getting lots of applications versus getting the right applications um, because just getting lots um, can actually do you know more harm than good in a way so uh, so yeah that's, yeah, that's my focus this morning. You're right I mean I've, I've been in the industry over 30 years so I've, this is my fourth big downturn as it were and I do remember being a consultant uh, back in the early 90s and coming out of the recession and getting so excited about everything because all of a sudden there were lots of jobs but there were also lots of candidates so it's sort of that perfect storm with regards to supply and demand and we get usually about six months of it so I'm looking forward to that time but I do remember even back then when it was postal applications we didn't have computers or anything like that and we were still getting three to 400 applications per job. So I dread to think what recruiters are gonna be facing now with, with all the automation. They could be getting thousands. Blimey, your, your fax machine must have just, must have been running real hot. You probably <laughs> an egg on it. <laughs> we didn't even have a fax machine, we had a telex wow. machine. That's how old I am. But yeah, uh, thinking about all of those applications, um, Let's start off with the problems that that causes, because we've, we had it coming out of the, um, the GFC, the global financial crisis, where the candidate experience actually really went downhill, didn't it? So talk, talk about sort of the impact it has on the candidates. Yeah, so I think if we get lots and lots of candidates through, it's obviously more, more work for us. And, and like you were saying, when it's hundreds of applications, it becomes difficult to you know properly follow up with every single one because obviously we want to let people know if they've been successful we need to let people know if they've been successful you know that is kind of the the bare minimum uh, that candidates should expect when they apply to a job um mm. and you know that just becomes harder for us uh, when we when we have too many applications for a role so um so yeah it can really dishearten candidates if they don't get feedback from us um, it can start to feel like you know they're just sending their cv out into a black hole um which you know is, is just one of the most disheartening things i think you, know, you apply for a whole ton of jobs and you know you, maybe you hear you know from perhaps one in 20 and it's just yeah realizing you think why did i even bother you know it's a whole day's work and you know i got <laughs> i got one sort of polite no thank you email um so yeah i, I think it really um, you know, it generates a lot of work for us, but, you know, it's important work. Um, so, so, yeah. I think that needs to be the first takeaway from today, that look at your processes, look at your systems, look at the way people apply to you, and maybe be a candidate yourself today. 
and look at any jobs that you're advertising and try to apply for it. See yeah. how many clicks it takes to actually get through that application process. Unfortunately, I can't remember who it was that said this, but they, they had a client that was really struggling to get people. Um, and it was a bit big multinational corporate and they said, okay, well, let me show you what your process is. And it was something like 17 clicks to actually oh. get to the point where you've actually applied for the position. So no wonder. <laughs> It's not happening. Now, people will persevere in times like this when they haven't got a job. But of course, in future times when they have, yeah, they're, they're going to give up pretty quickly. So follow that process. I'm just just got to uh, reference the things in the side here because yes. we've got positives here. Uh, Sarah, well done. Got new activity, jobs on. Uh, Fielder, head of marketing position. Oh, but that felt so great. It makes you feel like a, a new recruiter again, doesn't it? We are just sort of seeing that there is making me feel great. So. <laughs> It's fantastic. It's like we've gone back to the start again and all of a sudden we're, we're new recruiters and that first placement just feels so good when you get it. You just want to make sure that they stick, unfortunately. Unlike my first placement in 1989 uh, that didn't turn up. There you go. And I'm still in the industry now. I learned some quick lessons. Alison Cheatham, wherever you are, 31 years later, I'll remember. Oh. <laughs> oh woman she never turned up she ghosted me even back then there we go so uh oh, me too remember standing next to the facts on a friday for all the temps time sheets oh my goodness yes all of those coming through the faxes and the telexes those are the days well it's all automated now so what's your automotive process because if you're going to be getting lots it needs to be good and it needs to be a good candidate experience so what about the other issues that candidates are going to be facing when uh, they're applying to agencies at the moment? Yeah, I, I think there's also the danger of, um, you know, wondering, am I just... Catherine, you've gone a little thing? bit computery. I don't oh, know if you could just do that uh, switch that you did earlier for me that uh, see if it makes it any better. I'll just keep talking while you're doing that and then, and then we can switch that over. Is that any better? Let's have a, have a listen. Okay, she'll be back on in a second. Um, so I shall carry on. Oh, there you are. That was quick. Yeah. Is that better? Perfect. Yeah, much better. Thank you. Yeah, sorry sorry, about what that. are you uh, Yeah, I, I think there's a danger sometimes with, you know, companies that they want to hire and they put out jobs to several agencies. And sometimes it can feel, you know, candidates can get a little bit confused and think, hang on. Have I, did I apply? Hang on, is this the same? Um, <laughs> so I think clarity is really key. And also, you know, having that really um, honest relationship with your clients and really understanding, you know, actually how many other agencies are working this, um, you know, if that's the case, um, you know, really trying to get exclusivity with roles. I think that's key. Yeah, um, this is something know, that I... Sorry, yeah. this is something I put, I put out yesterday. I put it out in a, in a lot of groups. Now's the time to, to be more assertive with your clients, to take control of the process, to make sure that uh, you're not up against four or five agencies. You haven't got time at the moment to waste being in that type of level of competition, doing the work and not getting paid for it. You can't afford that. Move on, get a client that will work with you and will work exclusively. And the reason I was putting this out is because Alan was on yesterday and his uh, retainer course is starting okay. in three weeks time, uh, 6th of July. So little plug in there for him. But that 
that will pay for itself that course because he's going to take you through eight weeks he's going to support you and help you to get retainers so as soon as you've actually done your first one you've paid for your course in that sense but the key will be getting exclusivity getting some money up front and hopefully our industry being seen as a lot more of a professional industry rather than all these cv chasers and and everyone just trying to take the jobs on and sending all the cvs and and we know the candidate is going to get the rough end of the deal there as well as the consultant because four out of five of them aren't going to place it if they're using that many agencies so i think that's opportunity isn't it for us to actually make a difference there and to make that decision today um, and say right I'm going to work with companies that are going to work with me and not hinder the process uh, let's work with the good ones because uh, fingers crossed they'll be the ones that are recruiting anyway because people will want to uh, work with them uh, yes Tra yes Tracy signs up and and Joanna yep so I know we've got yep. sign ups for a course right. I love it it's fantastic <laughs> so uh, you, you're, you're gonna love it I think they think he said there was 32 videos uh, that he's done uh, we will be doing your course after that so ne next week we're gonna be focusing on Catherine's course uh, that will be coming out the, the week after on that. But let's go back to our uh, our candidates and our jobs. So what are the type of things that people could do to help with this? Lots of applications, which could be hundreds, possibly even thousands, compared to getting the right applications. What should they be doing, Catherine? Yeah, so, um, you know, we've talked a bit about the, the trouble for the um, for the candidates, but it also generates trouble for us as well, right? You know, if we've got hundreds or thousands of applications to look through that's you know more work that we're doing that we're not really getting paid for we're just getting paid to reject people so <laughs> which is really sad nice. we're, we're, you know, we want to be we're recruiters right we're not professional rejectors um so the more i don't like that term no we're not picking up on that one professional rejectors no, no. <laughs> horrible um so I suppose we want people to be self-selecting properly. So um, I think, Angela, you talked about things like, you know, having too many clicks in your process, putting people off. And that is like the wrong thing to be putting people off. Um, mm. You know, if we get the right person, we don't want them to go, oh my goodness, this is just too much. Ugh. I know um, what this company's going to be like. Before I've even got to the point of applying, there's going to be so right. much red tape and documentation and things I've got to do that it's just like, no, let me not bother, let me move on. Yeah, we want it to actually be something that's really genuine and truthful about the job that helps them to self-select out and go, oh, no, actually, that's not for me. Because that's only something that you would have had to have done over the phone or, um, you know, or it would have come out down the line when they went for that, when they went for an interview. Um, so, you know, if we can get people to self-select out, that's that's really what we want to do. I so. love, love that idea. Apologies. I've just got to cut in my my my. <laughs> Pug is asleep. You might have heard her snoring. She's now having a dream and she's running and barking after someone. So if you hear a dog bark, she's fast asleep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Can you hear her? Yeah. She's got quiet now. Brilliant. Uh, so self-select out. That's fantastic. Um, so what what can companies do then? What are sort of some of the tips to help them? Now, I know you're going to be doing um, 
a session this afternoon. So let me put that in here while I remember. So we've got three simple steps to uh, better job ads. So again, yep. helping people to self-select out and only three steps we'll like that. We'll keep it to three. Uh, so if you want to find out more about this topic of how people can self-select out and how you can write better job ads, which means you're going to get the right people, uh, Catherine will be doing that webinar uh, this afternoon. It's one o'clock, is it, Catherine? Yes, yeah, one o'clock. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so give us one tip now uh, that will help that people can use today. I think, um, you know, really trying to push to put that vital information in the job ad. So, you know, things like locations, you know, mentioning, um, you know, how, you know, how would people actually get to this location? I know that we can't often put, you know, the office is here because it might reveal who our client is, which, which we might not be able to do just yet. But, you know, if you can tell people, oh, it's this much, it's this long a walk from the train station, or, um, you know, it's, it's this long a bus ride from, you know, this nearest town or, you know, stuff like that. And that's really easy to find out on Google Maps. Um, so, you know, just simple information like that can help somebody say, oh, that journey really sounds like it needs a car. Um, I don't have one of those. I'm not going to apply. Um, that or, is fantastic because yeah. actually that's the one that usually comes after the interviews and after the offer. And they really then think about it. If you haven't been challenging the candidate through the process about how long things take, then people, if they get an interview, they get really excited. And of course, they want to take the job and they get to that point and then they go, oh no, that's going to be a bit of a nightmare. So sorry. <laughs> now, people might do it now because they need a job, but they'll only do it for a short period of time until they find another job. And then it might be two months down the line and you end up giving a rebate. No one's happy. So doing it in the job ad, that's perfect. We haven't even got to talk to those people to screen them they've done it already they've self-selected out brilliant that's fantastic okay so i'm just looking at the time um we're just coming up so what one more point that you want to finish with today catherine and if you've got any questions guys get those in quickly um if not you can ask catherine this afternoon in her webinar so one more point catherine to tie it off then because we've got loads already yeah i think um I think salary is another one of these things that is you know really powerful in in job ads um, and, and it's something that you know sometimes we can share sometimes we can't but even if it's just a salary bracket that you can put in there um, I think it all helps people you know kind of think to themselves could I actually live on that um, and it's another great self-selector especially in you know difficult times uh, you know people you know will be crunching the numbers <laughs> so, um, so so yeah if you can get people to think about that before they've actually pressed the apply button and submitted their CV because that, that's kind of a, a bit of a buying signal. And, you know, in their heads, they've already really thought about it and thought, oh, and imagine something of their life doing this job. Mm. Um, so you've then got to kind of undo all that after after someone's applied to a job to get down to the truth. It's so always a contentious more... issue putting the salary on. Um, and we always used to, and then that went through a phase where we, we didn't want to, we didn't have a fetch. I, I always push for a, a banding and have a push the client, obviously, as high as you can, but be realistic about the low end as well that it's likely to be. And once, once it's out there, the client tends to have to stick to that as well if it's actually out in print, because how often has the client at the end of it gone, oh, actually, we're going to offer this. You know, wait a minute, that wasn't the discussion. So putting it in print will help you with that commitment level from the client. So it really ties them down. And then people know where they stand. And you're right. You'll look at that and go, well, no, that's nowhere near my band e either way. And therefore, I'm not going to do that. I love the gym. But yeah, thanks, Adrian, for uh, saying thank you to Rachel. She shared a tip on travelline.info. 
which is a place people can go to again to uh, give them the ideas as how long things are going to take so anything like that um, the gym is there to help everyone and the people within the gym and the members all support each other as well and give great advice and tips like that so thank you for that Okay, so we've got some key things in there. Obviously, yeah, we want people self-selecting. So if you wanna learn more tips on how to do that, so you're not gonna get thousands of applications to your, to your uh, positions that you are gonna get now if you're putting them out there, uh, then join Catherine this afternoon at one o'clock. Tomorrow, I've got the wonderful Rebecca Shannon as a guest. Uh, who's going to be talking about how to be your own best coach. So I'm really looking forward to that. She's fantastic. Um, and then Friday, we've got Claire and Alex talking about mental health and well-being, getting you ready for the weekend. And we've got a last trips and cart, start the weekend with a last trips and cart 4.15 on Friday. There's always so much going on in the gym. I love it. I love it. Brilliant. Thank you, Catherine. Good luck with your uh, webinar this afternoon. One last thing, we're actually um, at the Recruiter Tech conference today recruiting gym is there it's just starting uh there we go so that's why louise hasn't uh, pitched in this morning she's running her tech conference today it's usually hundreds of people in london so it's going to be interesting to see how this works online and whether it's actually going to be something that we can do online in future have all these conferences so we're on at um, 11 o'clock and two o'clock if you want to see the new gym that's coming in july we're moving we're gonna have a new gym so come and have a look then uh, join up there it's eventbrite recruiter tech conference louise triance uk recruiter and it's free so come and have a look at all the new tech that's happening lovely thanks catherine again wonderful we'll see you next wednesday on the stand up and good luck this afternoon with your webinar bye everyone thanks, see you again soon.